playlist, so it, it'll come back around. Yeah. What up, y'all? What up, though? Oh, not much, not much. We're talking about a little old school music. Oh, yes. I am yeah. RG, and my brother, what, Mike, is in the building? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. I'm talking about me and you, like, you know. Y'all yeah. know I got multiple. I'm a yeah, we third person up in this piece. We, we all day, all day. Yeah, right. Oh, man, what we got going today, RG? Oh, uh, man, uh, I guess we're going to talk about the latest NBA news. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a few hold my beer moments. How about you? Man, pretty much, you know, the Mike-isms. Maybe I wanted to talk about some Breeze Field research, but I guess she uh, called off or called in. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll get it out of her. Oh, well, yeah, oh man. I don't want to say it like that. That might set me up in the office. <laughs> we will ask her more questions about it later because that just sounds like I need to be in the office. <laughs> Go hey, we're on that minute. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and make sure y'all uh, like, share, and subscribe, man. Yep, make sure yep. y'all not necessarily in that order, but y'all get the picture. Subscribe, like it, and share it, and all over the place. Tell a friend, and tell a friend, and tell another friend. And so tell them to watch can- right now. Yeah, man, what are y'all doing? You know what, man? It ain't nothing left to do, but, you know. Let's get it started. (laughs) Get it started, man. What's going on, man? Oh, yeah. Teresa. <laughs> oh, yeah. When the show first started, I gotta give a special shout out to my personal assistant. Um, my main man John has been my personal assistant, so shout out to him. He's actually sitting right next to me, so he has been uh helping me out for the last couple of days. That's his hand floating in through there, like you know. <laughs> what up, though? You said John, right? Yep. Yeah. Yo, what up, John? Thank you so much for holding them down. You know what I'm saying? I made a little subscribe and join RG's. Uh... Can y'all see that? Yes. Foot clan. <laughs> <laughs> RG's foot clan. <laughs> that is funny. Oh, oh man. How was your weekend, though, sir? It was cool, man. Um, got My mobility is coming back. I'm still That's in this fun. cast. But okay. uh, I think this cast is coming off early because it's starting to, like, break. You know, I've never oh. had on, I've never had a cast on before, but you know, I'm have a lot of good movement, so it's it's coming along, man. That's real good, man. Glad to hear it. Uh, you know, you stepping through the through the cast through the. Well, that's through like the... stepping through the cast. <laughs> <laughs> that's never gonna get old. I was trying to figure out. Look, I've been watching that Kanye West um, documentary. I need it, to watch it. It's but super. I just I haven't super inspiring, yet. super inspiring, man. Like, how was it inspiring I, though? Because it's taking you back to the first three albums, basically. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean that Kanye. And oh, that it's inspiring until it isn't. Okay, got it. Well, I ain't get. I I haven't gotten that far. I got three. I think three episodes in. But I'm telling you, man, when you watch it, you'll you'll see the hustle and drive. And then on top of that, you'll see. Um, I'm gonna say this: You'll see why he is the way he is in certain aspects. Like, yeah, no, no, confidence you know. is confidence. I'm just a jerk. No, no, no. But you know, I like that Kanye. I wasn't, a, you know, but yeah, just Kanye. You know, maybe if I give it an honest chance, he'll grow up on me. So I don't know. 
No, I'm always interested in those people who overcome a lot of things to be more than what they thought they could be. So yeah. I, I do like his hustle, even if I'm not a big fan of how he kicks it sometimes. But, yeah, I, I, yeah. I can give him his flowers for being a pioneer and doing his thing. Yeah, Especially when and everybody the- tells you that, like, you're never going to win, kind of like Jorge Masvidal. <laughs> so even though he lost. But anyway, just leave it there. When we get when we actually get to that topic, <laughs> I just want to say, man, I'm starting to really believe that that Drake curse is real. On top of knowing that I I, I put my money on uh Kobe. Of course, dude. When you the only person in the world that think you can win, it's never gonna work out. <laughs> <for> you. <laughs> well, at least you believe in yourself, though. That's yeah. important. You can't go in there and say, "Damn, I'm about to lose." It, it makes it look bad when you're the main one talking reckless, and then that dude just beat the brakes off you for five straight rounds. Yeah, that seemed personal, like really personal. Because, like, to get beat up for five rounds, that's a long time. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, how long are the rounds? Stay five minutes, right? Yes. So that's a 25-minute ass whooping that you got to sit there and take. <laughs> over and over and over. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, Anything yeah. special on your weekend, though? Oh, man, just chilling, man. We um did a lot of production. Um, talked to the homie Ezel. He's um shout out to Ezel. He um made us made a um quick little rescue trip to uh, hang out with one of his homies that's fallen ill. I so saw I'm that. Talk, yeah, talking to him. So prayers up for his homie and his family and his friends, stuff like that. Yeah. And just laying low, man. Just trying to get out of this cast so I can go back to uh, you know. Living life in the traffic. Yeah, running, running loose, man. You know, <laughs> this healthy lifestyle is killing me, man. I haven't oh. been haven't been drinking minimum cigars, man. I'm like, whoa, what is this health man. thing I'm doing? It's crazy, it's scary. Yeah, that, that sounds scary. I don't even know who you are, sir. Me neither. <laughs> Oh, they taking man. my one foot out of the grave. Damn. <laughs> Get it one foot in the grave. <laughs> yeah, man. It said it got it. I don't know what's in the cup, but it's probably healthy. Yeah, it's coffee, actually. You know, usually I'm on my third cocktail by the time we get to the show. I know. And look, I only got water today, so same oh, here. Wow. I know. I don't know what's going on with us. Right. But uh, my weekend was pretty pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't do too much. I, I uh, finished a book that I was reading, you know, uh, <laughs> Iceberg Slim. Pimp. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, shout out to everybody that told me that I should read that book because it was very interesting. I got a lot of references um, as far as uh, hip hop goes. And, yes. You know, really, um, like I, I was telling somebody else, I was telling Luck that mm-hmm. I thought that um, he said it first. But I really, I took it as, I thought it was, I thought Iceberg Slim was a uh, created character, you know, by the rappers in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I thought some one rapper created him and then just, it the bar just kept running. But right. no, this is a real life, you know, person, hustler. And uh, his book was very interesting. Um, so I finished that book. I'm reading Rakim's right now. So I'm looking oh, man. forward to Love really that book, by the way. That is really? a great book. Okay, cool. So I'm going to, um really get get started on that sometime this week. I try to do two books a month, so I'm going to keep y'all updated on different books I, I read. Um, also, I've been writing, um, just trying to prepare myself to get back on stage, man, like really soon. Um, like really rehearsing the poems that I, that I have already written. I'm trying to put like a playlist together so that when I do, you know, not just go on open mics, that I ha- I'll be prepared if somebody offers me a show or something like that. So. Yep. And I've done some research, so now 
if Mike so chooses, we could actually live stream his performances on his YouTube page. And we will be doing that. So, yeah. Very I, so. I've been in the lab a little bit. So Yeah, yeah. I got to get over there and uh, really put it down. But outside of that, man, nothing too much, you know. Uh, just been hanging, man. Like, like really ready for this weather to break. I say oh that much. God. You know, Damn. being up here in Detroit, you know, we – we had a 61 degree weather day. Everybody was out, and then it's snowing a little bit out there. Yeah, yeah, it went back to six. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So, look, you ready to get into these sports topics and news yes, and sir. all that good stuff? All Let's right, get it. All Let's right. get it. All right, we're going to start with the NBA. Oh, the king. Stay he king. said, I am still here, people. Right. Thank you very much. I, was like, I tried, y'all. I tried. No, that's dope. That's lit. I like that. You know, oh, the team wasn't playing this weekend. No, nah, man, it, it was it was. Let me just say this: LeBron put up fifty six buckets against the Golden State Warriors over the weekend. This and all the wins the Lakers can gather are very, very, very important. The Lakers won one twenty four to one sixteen. They're now in ninth place with a record of twenty eight and thirty five. Okay, so why keep fighting? I know LeBron is never going to give up. Right. Why? My thing is, shut it down, my boy. Go ahead and get that get that rest and come back stronger next season. But he every, can't. Every point he scores is closer to breaking that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar record. So that's one that's, thing. I don't even think that's a thing for him. I just think he's so competitive, he can't mm-hmm. shut down. I think it's still love for the game, too. You know, like, yeah, I, I, I'll put that on, but yeah. um, I think it is stats. You know, I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying he had in his stats. Nah, I don't think he earning every bucket. It ain't like they getting him layups. <laughs> he got to do some LeBron taps, uh, James type stuff to get these buckets. So yeah, man, and ain't like he got a point guard. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I, I, don't, right. I don't know what to say about these Lakers. Are they making the playoffs? You know what? If that guy keeps putting in these efforts they could i don't know why you would though i'm just like dude nothing wrong with a good draft pick when you about to win it all next year well i think they can uh well i think they're playing you know uh competitive basketball because if they can get to the playoffs and ad can somehow get healthy you know that's i think that's what they're looking towards he is one peanut butter sandwich from having another hamstring injury, dude. <laughs> it's never going to work out for him. <laughs> well, for, for his sake. Yes. Let's just hope uh, <laughs> that he survives. Yeah, I'm horrible. I know. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, let me see. Let me see. I actually wrote something down. Hold on. It's with the Lakers. Um, yes. I just found this out today while I was doing a little research. I found out that uh, Phil mm-hmm. Jackson's been in co- uh, contact with Jeannie Buss uh, all season long in regards to the status of the team. Oh, you think you, we can get one more run out of him? I don't know. Like, it, it was very vague in the, in the article. So I was just going to, you know, kind of, I guess, tease it with you in regards. What's up, Kim? What up, and just And just try to. Um, oh, what up, Kiki? I, I didn't see her. She popped up in the chat, though. She did? Yeah, yeah. What's going Hey, Kiki. You got the gang uh, in the building. Though. I know the whole gang's family. You know what? But remember, they got history together. So it could have been about basketball. It could have been about life. You know, but I think LeBron and Phil together, I think that's a decent combination. I wish Phil had got on board maybe five or six years earlier. 
<laughs> I think it would have helped. I think okay. he can probably get one more run out of Le- with LeBron. I think so too, man. Honestly, and it's the, this takes because you know I wasn't always a Phil Jackson fan. I always thought that because he had the, um, you know, always had the greatest players. Mm-hmm. That you know that's part of the reason why his coaching, you know, what I'm saying was always yeah um, on point. On point as far as him winning, I, I didn't feel like it was him. But the, over the years, I gained respect for it because it's like look at all the years Shaq was in L.A. And before Phil got there, they wasn't winning. And I know Kobe came into his own, but you had coaches like Dale Harris. You had yeah, uh, good, decent coaches. You know, they, they were decent. But I'm saying when Phil got there is when they started winning. Though, well, one thing I will say is it shows you the power of the human mind when someone actually is able to speak to you on your level. They can bring talents out of you that you didn't think you had. Yeah. Then on top of that, I mean, look at how he was able to, I'll say, harness. Dennis Rodman, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like it, it still seemed like they didn't have control, but it's almost like having that power that you can't really control, but when you need it, it's there. <laughs> that's, that's Dennis Rodman is like an anime, anime power. Yes. <laughs> the power of rebound. <laughs> right. But you know, like with Dennis, you already know he's an outspoken. He's one of a kind. He's one of one. My mm-hmm. thing is, we're not trying to control you. We just need to ring you in so we can win. Then you go back doing whatever the hell you want. And that's pretty much how the Bulls went. Uh, we all saw that in the in the last dance, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, something I, I something I I didn't notice, but it kind of came up. Guess who I didn't see? Guess who got no press coverage during that um top seventy five? Speaking of the Bulls, who? Scotty. Scotty. Oh, you know why? I didn't see nothing about him. To me, oh, I didn't either. And you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. I saw a couple of memes that said Scotty was trying to avoid Michael Jordan. Yes. <laughs> Did you see those memes? It was yes, so funny. as he should. Talk about you, 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 the man, you the man. Whatever, Scotty. Right. So look, I'm just gonna go into uh, talking about some of the games that we got going on tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the Pistons playing Atlanta. Uh oh, I didn't even know that. I mean, I knew that, but I'm saying, like, I didn't know that for the show. They talked a little trash to Bree, who's, you know, called off, called in. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know. Working in the back. I don't know. Yeah, she might be in a trance or something. You never know. Oh, yeah. She's learning a new skill, y'all. Yes. We'll let her tell you about it. Hey, Bree. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got uh, the Pistons playing uh, ATL, so that's uh, right now, Pistons up 59-56 at the half. We got uh, Chicago playing Philly, 53-59. Philly is winning. Uh, Miami is trailing Houston, 32-39. And Minnesota and Portland just really got underway. That's 5-4. Um, Minnesota's winning. Uh, Golden State plays Denver tonight. Uh, Denver is getting uh, giving up eight points. So that, that game comes on at nine and the Lakers will be taking on the Spurs. So, well, there's no easy games for the Lakers. So that's not a guaranteed win. Um, uh, actually, can I tell you something a, real quick? Huh? <laughs> Every game the Lakers play, I go with the other team and the points most of the time. Now I lost the Golden State game, but it's all good. It is all good, but carry on. Sorry. No, no, I, you know, I was gonna say like when let's think, let's talk about like some of these Eastern Conference guys. Okay, how serious are we taking 
Um, I want to say Brooklyn. How soon are we taking these cats? Do you think they could do something? Because I know I like the idea of the running beard and the and the big Zamundin, but I don't think <laughs> them serious. I feel like they're gonna do like they always do, get kind of far in the playoffs and then go the way of the dinosaur, you know. You know why I think that might happen? Mm-hmm. And the only reason I think I, I mean I, I really think Embiid is playing excellent basketball right now, right? Mm-hmm. I think there's a Doc Rivers curse. Or a skill gap. Which one? I think it's one of the same. I'm being nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being Which nice. one is it? Because I would dare to say it might be a skill gap. I think it's the Doc Rivers curse, which is the skill gap. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I, if this isn't their year, it it is never going to be their year until they kind of break this. I don't know what they got to do. Can I say something that might sound blasphemous? Because I like Doc Rivers. However, I'm going to go ahead and have to call a spade a spade. He okay. might have just caught lightning in a bottle. When he had Boston? Mm-hmm. He might have yeah. just caught lightning in a bottle. I, I agree. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Doc Rivers does an excellent job with a team with um, no expectations. Yes. Because, I mean, uh, if you look at his track record with the teams that he's coached that were supposed to win, he's only won one with Boston, right? Facts. So – you know, he had the Clippers with Kawhi and and, uh, and Paul George. They was up three games to one. Like, they had struggles in the first round against well, Dallas this, and Denver. Well, I say it like this. He had the Clippers with no excuses. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? Anytime yeah. I hear that, I think about Roy Jones and uh, Antonio Tarver. Yeah. It's like, you, you got any excuses? Roy, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> I always think about that. I remember the look on Roy Jordan's face, like I think my numbers up, guys. I think my num- he just had that look, like I think my numbers up, and it really was. So look, I'm gonna move on into uh, the MLB real quick. So, oh that, my good lord, I got this. Uh, y'all can uh, zoom in on that a little bit. Oh, RG, can you read that? Or you yes, still MLB still on lock, Daddy. Like like Diddy. Oh, like oh, like Diddy. It's not like just like Daddy. Yeah, like Diddy and the keys. Oh, to they the unlocked. <laughs> By the way, um, did you see the kid from making a band talking about he thought about having suicide threats because he couldn't make it in the rap industry? He he was saying what we've been saying for years. It ain't even about skill no more. It's just about who you know. No, I didn't know I about felt that. Really what? bad about that. It's one of them ones from making a band with Babs and all them. Oh, really? Yeah, he talking about like that really had him on some depressed type stuff. I wonder if it was like it I was, forgot what the kid's name was, but um it was Ness, it was uh Freddie. Um it wasn't Dylon, but it was one of uh, one of the Dylon and Chopper City. No, one chop I, I one chopper. Was, yeah, it, it might have been Ness then. Yeah, but I just really it really kind of bummed me out, man. I, yeah. so I would say this, man, because you know we we are some goofballs. But if you feel like you need somebody to talk to, you feel like, you know, like stuff is happening where you feel like you can't go on, just make sure you talk to somebody about that. Because, yeah, you know, you shouldn't have to feel that way and you're never alone. But, yeah, that was just crazy. It, I just brought me in remembrance of that conversation he was having. I was like, damn, I know Diddy affects you like that, you know. But I guess when it's your dream and someone, like, keep locking the studio so you can't make music. <laughs> you know what? I guess that would. Oh, like, it was, so it was Freddie. It was Freddie. Yeah. Freddie was from Florida, I believe. Right? I like Freddie's. Uh, yeah. I, honestly, I like the band. I actually had that CD. And you know that record didn't do didn't do bad at all. That first record off that show 
did but really you, well, but, but you know, they just had a person that does questionable things as their um, you know. Diddy good. Diddy is good for one album for you, man. Yeah. And then after that, it's like I don't know. Like, if we gonna talk about Diddy, I don't know how many uh, acts that he had that actually had good runs outside of Biggie and maybe maybe one twelve. Yeah, but he turned one twelve into fifty six. He just started jerking him around. <laughs> <laughs> Divided by two. Right. Came like two good records. It was a rap. <laughs> so basically, that's all I have for baseball. Um, is that they're still on locks. Actually, they canceled um two uh series out of the regular season already. And uh damn already? Yeah. As long so. as they keep open look, okay. Y'all don't have to do nothing else. Just give me opening day. <laughs> you know yeah. what's I don't I need know. An opening day in my life. That's what I need. Or at least when it's warmer, have a warmer opening day. How about that? You wait till summertime and then come. I back. wish they would. Um, this is a crazy time for a lockdown, though, a lockout, because the last two seasons it seemed like it was shortened or pushed. The season has been shortened or pushed back, right? Right. I, I mean, I'm not for sure. I'm kind of asking. No, 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 no. They were, remember, the, um, 20 shortened the season. And then um, they started late in 21. Yeah. And well, yeah. thanks you keep putting that out there for us. National Suicide Hotline, uh, 1-800-273-8255. So, good look. Good look. Yeah, Thank good you. Good look. You know, that's what our people do, man. Just looking out for, for us, always paying attention and, and definitely on the research tip with us. That, that's, y'all the best people, you know what I'm saying? Best audience, best best, uh, best family to have here, man. No, real talk. Real talk. Um. So yeah, oh, I lost my train of thought that quick. Uh, um, you're talking about the shortened seasons. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I was asking about the um the shortened season mm-hmm. for the last like two years, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe one, but you you we all know that lockouts are no good for the fans because like our attention span is so short. Like when we if we lose something. And it and and it come and it and it tries to come back. Something else will take that place, and and it's hard to get the fans to come back the same way that they was at the beginning. Now I've been telling you this for for a while that I felt like baseball was falling off anyway. You know, for the next generation. But you you're not the only one. Baseball has a star problem, right? Mm-hmm. They're always talking about yo the game, the game this, but they don't have anybody. Their stars, their best players, don't even want to talk to people. When you have yeah. a league where everyone's autonomous, it's very hard to keep the attention span and the imagination of the people. Okay. So you got that. Then I baseball is long. It's a yeah. long-ass game. It's and awesome when you're watching it on TV. It's awesome when you're in person, but it is a long-ass watch when you are at the crib. I also think the season is too long. You know, 82 games. I mean, 82 games. That's the NBA. No, it's like no, 100, 162. Yeah. yeah, like if, if they cut that down to maybe 110, 120. I mean, that's a lot, but we talking money. Like I'm really yeah. talking about money getting, you know, cut out the, out the picture. So they're never going to do that. But 162 games, I mean, like your team can go on a 20-game winning streak and still not make the playoffs. It's crazy. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> like, but you know what makes it so bad, right? Mm-hmm. Is baseball as a whole is not losing money. The thing is, they don't want to share. They want the the baseball players with the same type of revenue share that like the NBA has. Yeah, the money's yeah. there because of the TV money, but actually, as far as attendance, attendance is down and it's been yeah. down. 
And you, so eventually, crazy. you're going to have to fix those problems or make it where people actually can be stars again. Let it, the Latin it. players enjoy baseball and stop hating on them because they speak a different language. And let them celebrate a little bit. Yeah. It ain't hurt nobody. Yeah, hey, it well, hurt the feelings of them people who don't play baseball as well as them Latin guys. Man. <laughs> That's what it does. If I could pump my fist and, 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 and you know, say, yeah, every time I strike you out, then why can't I watch my home run go over your head? Because you got some psycho that throws 110 miles an hour throwing at your forehead just because yeah. you hurt his feelings. And to me, that's assault. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I can't run up there with my bat and not get an assault charge, he shouldn't be able to throw a baseball at me, a yes. projectile. That hey, did you, did you know this? Hmm. That today is National Serial Day? No way. Yeah, so before you get into, uh, you know, uh, combat sports and stuff, I wanted to talk about National Serial Day a little bit. Yes. So, grab me that box. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I'm going yeah. ahead and start it up. Cereal box. Yes. I want to talk about my favorite cereal. Yes, all that's time. exactly. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, <Chocula. time>. yes. <laughs> you don't understand. Seasonal hey, Erica, stuff. how you doing? This is like my favorite cereal of all time, dude. It only really? comes out once a year because mm-hmm. it used to come out all the time, but now it's only in like the fall. And, dude, I will, man. I, I, feel bad. Cereal, I feel bad, man. I feel bad. Mm-hmm. I've never had Count Chocula in my life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's okay though, man, because it's bad for your health. You're not having like cereal with marshmallow <laughs> <and> milk. <laughs> you cannot have a worse breakfast in the morning, but yo, that is I don't know. Bad. You ever had a cereal called Kaboom? Yes, my dad used to talk about Kaboom. See, my man. dad was a cool dad. He was one of the dudes that he was like, here, experience all my bad health. Here, everything <laughs> I put my health up in it as a kid. So my dad didn't give a damn. He would give us everything that after his life up in health wise, he had all of it, all the cereals, Man. all the yes. gums, everything. You know what's yeah. funny about cereal day? Anytime I think about or somebody posts something about their favorite cereal and things, mm-hmm. and then I'll get into I'll tell you about my favorite cereal. Yes, sir. But what's amazing about it is it takes me directly back to my childhood where you get that big bowl of cereal and you just sit in front of the TV and watch Your all cartoon. the Saturday morning cartoons yes. all the way up until wrestling comes on. And then that's when it was time to go outside after unless you had chores. But yeah. cereal starts my day off from watching kid bits all the way to, you know yes. what I'm saying, uh, wrestling, WWE, WWF. Yeah, because your day technically didn't start till one o'clock because that's when everything was off. Then you can yeah. go outside. Like it was like <laughs> for me, actually, it was like when Saved by the Bell went off, or you know what I'm saying? After that, this is that's later right, on. That's right. They did end up um that was a Saturday show before yep. it was syndication. I forgot about that. Yeah, so but um getting back to cereal day, my favorite cereal. Um dang, I got about four or five of them. I like cinnamon toast crunch, I All love right. frosted flakes. I love Raisin Brain Crunch. Uh, although, like, man, I can only eat one bowl of those, even though I'll be wanting two. It affects the motion in my jaw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, no, I, like, then mine would cuss him out for giving us all the snacks. Yes. Out to pops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to your father, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's how it's supposed to be, though. I mean, yeah, yeah, man. His but, his duffel bag from work had everything, dog. I'm talking about for like some chips to every bad snack food that the liquor store ever had. My dad had it in his duffel bag after work. Kind of how your night. desk look, RG. Yes. Kind of how your desk at, at, at our old job look. Yeah. <laughs> I tried like, to 
man, you had everything in there. It was like a little storefront. You had noodles, you had cookies, you had chips. Yeah. You had- I, like I told y'all, man, come on through, man, because yeah. we already up in this place like <laughs> like slavery. We might as well not starve to death. <laughs> right. So that was amazing, man. But yeah, I was I was intrigued. I found out it was National uh, Serial Day while I was scrolling through the um, you know, looking for some more notes and things of that nature for the show. But yeah, I'm a. I just instantly got excited and you know brings back nostalgia and it's 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 super uh super fun. What's your kids' favorite? Like Royal and John, what's their favorite? Oh series? man, whatever I bring in here, man, oh. it's not. I think the only thing I can eat without no one touching is probably count chocolate because everything else goes fast. Oh man, because yes. when John was a little kid, he used to like cornflakes. Me too, but he was, actually, he was a cornflakes it was- guy. Then it gave then like anything with sugar, they're on it. See, my cornflakes was sugar with a side of cornflakes and milk. <laughs> like every spoonful had a great mound of, <laughs> of yes. sugar, and then a little couple cornflakes on there. But yeah, okay, the sugar milk, something uh, different. Man, something different. Woo, yeah, man. it's the only way I really I, like. I don't like milk. I still don't like milk, but I I'll drink it in my cereal. You put ninety pounds of sugar with that milk, and that is something. Yeah, man. <laughs> definitely, definitely. All right, well, ready to take that break, homie? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We moved over a little bit. Oh, no, we did. We good. Yeah, no, let's take that break real quick. Yeah, good look. Mm-hmm. So, we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, yep. Buddy. All right, what's up, y'all? It's P here from P's Intuition. You guys might know me from Let's Connect with P's Intuition on He Said What Network. I provide spiritual guidance, energy cleansing, energy block removals. My famous honey drip for your skin and hair, um, and my famous bath salt. So if you would like to book a personal reading, please feel free to email me at psintuition222 at gmail.com or text me 336-942-9025, or you can follow me on Instagram at underscore pintuition underscore. I look forward to hearing from you guys. Love to assist you in any of your spiritual needs. Take care. Yeah, shout out to the homie P from P's Intuition. Man, she is a she's a good person. One of my favorite people, man. Straight yeah, definitely, up. definitely. And a label made on top of all of that. So, it, you know, like this whole... This whole conglomerate we call the He Said What Network, dog, is something live, man. Get to know everybody that um, has a show on here because they definitely um, put in the work, the research, and all the, you know, the love to give you the contact that y'all deserve, man. For real. Facts. Big facts. Big facts. So go, we're going to go ahead and get into this combat sports. I ain't have a, I don't have a drawing <laughs> for this one. That's um, okay. So, uh, <laughs> Just get into it. <laughs> so, we're gonna go back to last Saturday. Thank you. Yeah, wrestling news. Okay, let's do wrestling news first, and then I'll do combat, right? Let's go. I, I want to take a little time to talk about that ass whooping this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> take your time, brother. I'm, I'm, let him use you, yes. Let him yeah, exactly. <laughs> I couldn't even get it get the words out. Go ahead. Yes, sir. <laughs> so just so you know, on wrestling news, the big story as always, we are about a month away from WrestleMania. It will be on April. Second mm-hmm. of April 2022. It ends on Sunday, April 3rd. It's at ATT Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Um, it's a two-night event. Um, the cool thing is if you're even interested in it, if you spend five bucks on um Peacock, you can watch the whole thing. I got Peacock. Yeah, spend the five bucks for the premium, you can watch it live. 
Oh, I had to spend another five dollars. Oh, you already spent the five per month? Yeah. Oh, then you already got it then. Oh, yeah, cool. If you already got Peacock Premium, you can watch it any, any live event for WWE. You can uh-huh. watch them for free. Oh no, man, I am gonna definitely enjoy that. Um, I got it for uh Bel Air. Yes. I know this sounds great. One show is costing me five dollars a month, only five dollars a month. So I'm not really mad about yeah, that. No, no, Peacock is pre- fairly affordable. That's the only reason yeah. I have it because okay. I was paying more for the WWE Network straight out. Yeah. WWE Network was ten to fifteen, and okay. for five bucks, I can have Peacock Premium and watch the shows that I, the show that I want to watch. So I heard uh-huh. they got another show that's on there. That's um, I think it, uh, what is it called? Abbott Elementary. They mm. say that's a, that's a funny show. Uh, Good show, so I'm gonna check that out sometime this week. Yeah, I see the trailer for that. It looked kind of live. Okay, it's RG. Uh, uh, that was gonna be good question, Kim. Is RG going to Texas? No, because like you talking about in a month, I'm still gonna be in a walking boot because there's still tickets available, but I'm not sure if I can pull it off and travel comfortably right now. Okay, but don't don't get me wrong. WrestleMania is on the bucket list. Um. Considering there's still like twenty to forty thousand tickets still left for either night. Oh yeah, I want to go super bad, but health wise, I gotta I gotta play it play it low. Okay. Because man, right. we still got stuff to do this summer, sir. So I can't um have no relapses. So. No, you're you're fine. Even even if the relapse happens, it's gonna be it's going down where you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's still going. It's still taking place. Don't worry, because um this this WrestleMania trip is gonna go. It, it's gonna happen, sir. It's gonna happen. It's on your bucket list, so I know you're gonna make it happen. Absolutely. Okay, so the matches I'm looking forward to. I think we okay. talked about this last week. Of course, you know, I'm looking forward to the rematch of Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. Yeah. Um, they had a pretty good um back and forth on um on um Friday night SmackDown with Bianca Belair took that hair and whipped her with uh, whipped Becky Lynch across the chest and literally had welts around her waist. Man, that that brain ain't no joke. That looks like <laughs> Indiana Jones bullwhip territory right there. I gotta tell Aya that she's definitely a, a huge fan of uh of Bianca Belair. Yeah, she can watch. She probably can watch the replay on, on Peacock. Yep. Pay us, Peacock. We giving you love. A right, lot anyway, of then of course you know, of course Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, title versus title. Um, that's I'm not sure what night that's going to be on, but that's going to be pretty, pretty, pretty slick. Um, then we also talked about um, Undertaker being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. The cool thing about that is Vince McMahon is actually going to do his is actually going to induct him personally. He's oh. only done that for one other person. That was Stone Cold. Oh, okay. So it's right. very rare that the owner actually is the person who inducts you into the Hall of Fame. So that's a historical night. Yeah. So um, also, what the rumor that Vince McMahon was going to have a match at WrestleMania has been confirmed to be untrue. Thank God, because don't nobody <laughs> want to see him die on TV. That's not cool. Um, however, okay. the new WrestleMania rumor is, is that Stone Cold actually will appear at WrestleMania. However, we don't know what he's going to be doing. We don't know if he's going to make an appearance, throw mm-hmm. some stunners, drink some beer. But he's set to appear at the, at, at the WrestleMania in Texas, which makes sense because he's a Texan guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so now that we got all that out the way, <sighs> yes, let's talk about UFC 272, sir. All right, let's <laughs> let's let's get into it. I didn't get to watch a lot of it, so I'm leaning on you, and I'll and we'll uh we'll talk about it. Go ahead. Oh, good lord. Okay, so as you know, UFC 272 happened this past Saturday at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Yes. The cold main event was 
our our guys Jorge Masvidal versus Kobe Covington. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> this is a grudge match. In other words, that means one man is mad at the other guy, and they're gonna scrap it out to see who's a better man. The exactly. funny part is, is that everybody in the world, including the betters, already figured that Jorge Masvidal was gonna get his ass whooped, and he did not disappoint us at all. One person bet on him. Who? Oh, Jorge, he bet on himself. Yes. Well, two people bet on him. <laughs> His mama. <laughs> well, three people bet on Drake. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a dude. That, that's a whole nother misfortune. So, <laughs> Drake, poor guy. I mean, you know, there is a Drake curse out there. I don't know if there's a dude. I don't even think it was a Drake curse. I think the Drake curse took the night off because everybody, dude, there was no way in the hell he was gonna win. If he hadn't caught him in that first round and just caught him with a little sneaky whatever, he wasn't gonna win. Yeah, yeah. He he just wasn't gonna win. I'm I'm sorry. I hate to sound like like I'm discounting people. He wasn't gonna win, dude. I'm sorry. I know. And I I really wanted to put a couple dollars on Masvidal. I did. I did because the odds were so crazy. You know, I know, about, but I got three hundred odds, my boy. Yeah, I, I, I started to. I put it on the other guy, but I lost the. I had that on the same ticket as uh, Golden State and, and uh, the Lakers. Oh, okay, damn. And, I, and yeah, I lost that one. So, yeah, I mean, it was it. It, it, it wasn't that much. Yeah, well, it's still a loss though. It hurt a little bit. Man, so. So the the <laughs> I'm laughing. So you talking crazy? You heard basketball? You always talking crazy to somebody, and someone beats the brakes off of you for five straight rounds. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like that. that whenever I see that, that that you go the distance, and you and technically he didn't win a round, did he? No, because Kobe Covington's hands were rated E for everyone, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody could get it on that day. Oh my god! So, I yeah. can't even take credit for that one. I seen that actually on um, uh, Bleacher Report. I was like, you know what? I am going to say that because that is hilarious. Rated E for everyone. Yes. And it just, then it just showed the highlights right after that, yes. like a, a EA Sports game. <laughs> <laughs> God. But he wasn't the only one that got they got his ass whooped. Cool. Rick Hardy got got snuffed out too. He got knocked on the first round. So if you ever want to see what it looked like when Greg Hardy get his ass whooped, go on by 272. Did he go to sleep? Uh yeah, first round knockout. He didn't even get out the first. I think it was 212 in the first. He got got that. Now that I, I was pulling for I ain't had no horse in that race or anything, but I wouldn't I I don't know. It's hard for me to see him get, you know, knocked out. I, I see him submitting or just losing, but well, now I got to go back and definitely watch over that. and over again. That's kind of submission. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm talking a tap out or something like that. <laughs> I, not with a ref, be like, okay, that's enough. That's enough. Right. You know, like, stop it. He's already dead. Like. <laughs> <laughs> He's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> that, oh, and that's it. I just want to talk about those two fights, dude. It was funny as hell. Um, uh, uh, man, um, they had another good knockout, but I can't think of the gentleman's name. I should have wrote it down. But, uh, yeah, those are the two fights I've seen, which had me, like, cracking up. So yeah, that, man. my friend, is the news. Y'all been serving the news. <laughs> right. Enjoy. 
You're welcome. It's like, nah. You're up. Yes, right. <laughs> oh, man. So I guess we're getting into the topic. It's, uh, yes, sir. I thought it was going to come up. Uh, tonight's topic is owners versus, versus players. So I don't want to make it sound like uh, owners versus players. Well, because that's pretty much what we're going to be talking about, right? Right, like, right, right, right. I was trying to make it. I was trying to compare it when I when I was um, looking at the title or whatever. I was thinking, how can I compare this to employees and employers? Like, what can what can employers do to to help incentive? You know, give incentives to their players. I mean, to their employees. And I was trying to think of it in that ratchet, but I was like, man, these guys make a lot of money. However. We still think there's still a thing called fair treatment. <laughs> so, right. You know, and I, and I was like, okay, that's what we'll kind of, you know, talk about a little bit, I guess. Um, that's one way of looking at it. Uh, another thing was the amount of um, African Americans that are actually owners in the NBA, NFL, and, you know, uh, MLB. Well, and I don't think there's any full, I think there's people who belong to groups, but I don't think there's any African American owners in baseball. I know yeah. there's only one in pro basketball that yeah. solely owns the owns the team. That's Jordan. Yeah. I know there's yeah. a lot of um owner groups, but there's not a lot of people who have sole ownership. Right. And in uh football, there is nil nothing. One that basketball. might be uh the Denver isn't it the Denver Broncos are still in search of um yeah, owner. <clears throat> yeah. And I know they was looking at I think it was Byron Allen. Yeah, by the way. I didn't realize how much how long he had been in TV. I didn't it didn't click in my head that I've been watching him since a kid. Yeah, right. And I, me and Brandon was just talking about this earlier and the funny thing about it was um I didn't know he owned the weather cha- you know what I'm saying like <laughs> I didn't know he owned the weather channel too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I Dude, low key balling. I'm like he owns like the weather channel? So like the thing about it though that's I'm today years old dude. Really? Yeah, man, the, the crazy thing about it is how much money that it takes to just step into the room to be an NFL owner. Yeah, like, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago about the 30 mil. Um, that Well, I said 30 mil, but you need 30% of what the selling price is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then there's a limitation on how much you can borrow. Um, something else I saw was about the, uh, like, you can't be – a corporation or a partnership and invest in something like that. But long yeah. story short, it's a lot just to step into the room before they even look at your resume. If you can, you really afford this team, you well, know, think of it like this, right? Mm-hmm. They like, look, if you're going to get this, this is an instant moneymaker. However, you got to come in here with money because we can't be fronting you the money to do what you should have had in the first place. So you either got to have it or you don't. And they're not talking to you unless you have it. Or at least a combination of it. That's why some teams are publicly owned and they also carry private funds, you know. That's a nice little filter that comes up in front to, you know, keep certain people out. However, yeah. Christy- <laughs> right, you got you come with us. Yeah. yeah. He's like, we got a lot of money. Who are we gonna share with? Not that Not guy. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it kind of seems unfair a bit. Just a little. Just a little. You know. But <clears throat> I digress. Um, what else was I going to talk about? 
since we're talking about owners and players, you know, the, the crazy thing is it takes me right back to the MLB because this topic is right on time. We didn't know that, you know, at the time that this topic was made, we didn't know that uh, baseball would be on lockdown because the owners and the players can't come to an agreement in regards to how these funds should be, you know, uh, it's like having all this leftover money, you know, after the season and only the owners and, you know, people that's invested in the stadiums and things of that nature is, is profiting. Why can't the players get some extra dough off of this? Because they're still labor. They don't see you understand. Like a lot of these wealthy dudes to me don't value labor where you can always find someone that can hit it in their mind. They can always find somebody that can hit a baseball and they'll just pay them whatever they think they're worth mm-hmm. versus appreciating these people for who they are. And that's where the problem comes in. Okay. Because for a person who's wealthy, it's never going to be enough money. No matter how, how you flip it, there's never going to be enough. No, agreed, agreed about it. Do you think <clears throat> I lost my question, but it was in regards to something you just said about um, with the money that that's, that's ran over. Do you think the fans own a big part of responsibility in this? Um, No, because ultimately, like... We're the lifeblood of the league. If we're not watching it on TV, if we're not actually um, buying the tickets, then, yeah, we're the lifeblood of the league. I think what ends up happening is the money is able to vilify the the athletes that we support Mm -hmm. and use that towards their advantage. You're talking about from the owner's perspective. The owners are – yeah, so the owners are manipulating, like, the the, um, – What's the word? The owners are manipulating the narrative right. with the money. So you go from league MVP, and then all of a sudden it's like, he don't want to be here no more. He's a bad influence. He's a cancer to the team. Like, wait a minute. I was just league MVP. How'd that <laughs> happen? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, do you think that <coughs> players like – I'm going over to the NBA now. Players like James Harden, LeBron James, they're kind of forced their way out of situations. Are they vilified by the ownership or, you know, like the media and everything is like ganging up on these players because they're making their own road? Well, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I felt that way. I guess that's why, uh, you know, I'm saying forward the question the way I did. But we'll see. Okay, so here's okay. Here's dumb fan thinking. Okay. Oh, this guy should be so lucky to throw a basketball in a hoop. He don't have no complaints in the world. He's just shut up and dribble. Do you realize how much athleticism it takes to play 82 goddamn games of basketball? Dude, the last time I played organized basketball, I played one day and I was wiped out for a week. <laughs> man, the last time I played basketball, and I really got to, I, I want to get back out there. You know, my whole schedule changed, so I, yeah. I can do this. The funny thing about it is, man, the last time I played, I, I felt like I was having a heart attack. So I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I did, man. I laid out on the floor and looked at the sky. I was like, man, and I got to drive home. Take me right. now. <laughs> Don't let me get home and then had a heart attack. Right. <laughs> have it right like, right This is how it ends on the court. Like, damn it. I'm good. I'm good. I'll be all right with that. Well, you know, I'm just saying at that time. Right, right. <laughs> so I started running two miles, you know, 
uh, every other day. But I had to stop that because I didn't want to lose no more weight. Yeah, anyway. but that's the thing, though. They mm-hmm. don't respect the, the talent. Yeah. They don't respect the talent. So it's easier to vilify you and to find excuses not to pay you than to pay you. Yeah. Because that's so, what they do. So how do you feel about this Ben Simmons thing, right? Now that he's on another team, mm-hmm. he's with the Brooklyn Nets. Um, he yeah. hasn't played since he's been there. Uh, I hear some, um, you know, uh, sports casters and things of that nature are saying, like, you got everything you want. You got out of Philly. Why aren't you playing? Now, right. um, when I, you know, I, I'm a gambler, so I'm watching the uh, the injury report. <laughs> it says a uh, game time decision because you know he has back issues. So right. we don't know his, you know, we don't know his pain threshold. Also, he hasn't picked up a basketball really since last season in the playoffs, right. which was like last June. May, oh, they didn't even make it to June, so last like May. Yeah, you know, they didn't make it to June. May. No, June, <laughs> June was the uh, finals. So, right. you know, with that being said, then on top of that, we talk about mental health as well, you know, and I think that's unfair um, for anybody to just, you know, or, or speak on somebody's mental capacity because we're not in this head. We, we're not, you know, I don't have no degree in, in, in unveiling with somebody, how somebody should feel. Well, I think your hero, one of my favorite players, Isaiah said the best. He said, your sanctuary is the locker room. That's mm-hmm. where you spend all your time with those are your brothers. And when you use the locker room to turn somebody against their safe haven, it's going to mess with your psyche. That's like you Ooh. come home one day and your daughter's like, I ain't messing with you no more. You made me sick. You're like, huh? What did I do? You know what I'm saying? It's, it would just wreck you. Good point. You know what I mean? Because that's that your home is your inner sanctum. So when someone violates that, i.e. Joel and B talking crazy, <laughs> face, right. it is going to hurt you. And then you got an owner that likes the value because you put butts in seats, but they don't care about you, the person. Mm-hmm. It's going to make things worse. So you got an owner, you got a so-so coach, and you got some guy with, with achy, breaky knees like Billy Ray Cyrus now all against you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's mess you up. What's funny is um, Philly played the Nets this Thursday. And yeah. I would have loved to see, you know, Ben Simmons go back to Philly and give him a nice – 32 piece not saying that that's that would be his game but i'm just saying like the competitor fan in me would love to see redemption for that guy i think he'll get it uh, yeah but he's, it. he's not gonna play though he, they, he won't play until i think like next week i think um give it time though yeah. i will say it like that give it time um i still think there's a lot of value in ben simmons i think I his confidence too. has been shaken yeah and at this point What's he got to lose? If he never plays a game of basketball, he still made more money than he probably would have made in his natural life. Good point. So if he was wise with his bread, then what are we tripping for? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm not tripping. Like, honestly, man, I felt like when, when, when that whole thing went down, nobody had his back in Philly. Not one player. I don't remember one player really coming out and saying, I support, you know what I'm saying, Ben Simmons or anything like that. It was almost like the whole team just straight up, like we talked about last week, they went straight and turned it back on them. Right. And you know what? I, I will say this, right? Okay. So it's one of the things. Why the hell should I afraid? I got afraid. I almost lost my chain of thought, right? So what are we what's wrong with the Philly system? Because this is the second high draft pick that lost their ability to play 
effing with Philly. Remember, Markel Fultz, the same thing happened to him. He went from being one of the coldest college players i ever seen in my natural life. He became a rookie in Philly, and all of a sudden, he couldn't even hold a basketball in his hand. And, and the funny thing about that, that it, it was discovered that he was playing with like a separated shoulder. So how toxic is that where you're taking high-level athletes and turning them into a puddle of themselves? You know what I'm saying? And then he, up. the cool thing about Markel Fultz is the fact that he um, he actually played a uh, couple games last uh, – I think he came back last week. That's what I'm trying right. to say. So, and he had a nice game. So, like, the talent is still there. Um, I thought it was going to be a minute for him to get his confidence back, too. But you bring up an excellent point about the – What's happening in Philly where yeah. they're taking these high – High quality dudes and now turning them into like a shell of themselves. And, Wait, and you know what's crazy about that is like Philly, you know, trust the process, that whole thing, like how they they were on watch because of how they were um tanking games and things of that nature. All this coming from because before uh I forgot who who the owner I know uh, ain't it uh Moray that's the owner now. No, he's the GM, remember? Because that's oh, why yeah, I yeah, yeah, want yeah. to go there because he's gonna get the ball a hundred damn times and do whatever the hell he wants. I'm trying to think who did they have before that? But anyway, they were under investigation. It's almost like the um the league sent one of their trustees in there to take over that organization because they were losing so bad. Right. Remember, they were tanking on purpose. That was the yeah. whole process. Yeah, to get two first round draft picks. Man, they had they had uh what's my man name? Noel. They had Embiid. They had uh, they had Ben Simmons, and man, we could keep going on and on. Markel Fultz, uh, and and all these players was on the shelf. It was like, man, somebody's not doing their due diligence. And I'm, I don't want to put it on the players. These players came in. Joel Embiid missed like two seasons before he even got to step on the court. It seems like facts, you know. And that's what made it so funny. I'm like, dude, you are the main dude that's always breaking down. You were like literally the Lakers center before the <laughs> Lakers center became became injury prone. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. for you to have this, this audacity to talk about someone else's health mm-hmm. and the way they kick it, and you couldn't even keep your knees in duct tape. Stop right. playing. <laughs> so getting back to the topic real quick. <laughs> what do you think um, – and I don't even want to – I'm going to ask this question, and then I'm going to do a follow-up question with you. Okay, okay. Uh, um, what, what league do you think the owners are actually um, – you know, I, I want to say, like, their the, the treatment to the players is fair. Um, and basically, I'm just talking about if you had to rank – let's rank them. That's, that's what we'll do. We'll rank them. From MLB, just MLB, NFL, NHL. And, and NHL. Uh, NHL is number one. No, no, no. I would have uh, to say uh, it's probably uh, between basketball and baseball. Because with uh, basketball, you have to have some level of partnership because of the demographic and the impact that one player can have on your team. So you can't be effing with labor and expect to get the best outcome. Because you can get anybody to throw a ball in a hoop. Yeah. But if you don't get the right person to throw a ball in a hoop, your whole franchise will be bad. From any um, research that you've done mm-hmm. in the NBA, who would you say is one of the top owners that maybe you paid attention to or not? Um, Before all the scandal, I would have said the Dallas organization. 
Okay. Because they treated their players well, but their front office was a dumpster fire. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know that. Like, yeah, you're have their to office manager, the office manager, he is on some on some nonsense. So they're under okay. investigation. Um, I used to hear high regards to the Phoenix Sun organization, and of course, okay. they're currently under investigation. <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't under investigation? So it seems like you either treat the players well or you treat the staff well, but we don't do both. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. So, who would you move in at second place? Um, um, NHL, MLB, or uh, it has to be baseball for a structure because okay. they make they make it where you can develop your craft and make money at all levels. It may not be as much money. It may not be as much money as making it to the major league. Okay. But imagine you are a really good baseball player. You still need to develop, but you can still make forty to fifty thousand dollars a year as playing in the minor leagues. And as soon as you get to the major leagues, you get into the millions. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, for that. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, and then I, I'm gonna go ahead and guess that you'll take the NHL next. No, or would you take I, the NFL? I would probably take the NFL for the simple fact is it's power in numbers, mm-hmm. and you have more spots available to play pro sports. I would have taken the NHL back in the days, but them strikes killed their market. They're you know, actually heading the same direction as baseball is currently. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? I, and I just did a little research, so I don't want to put, you know, a false narrative out there. No, no, but do you think? The crazy thing is that, like, the insurance plans. Right. Like, when you get injured, you have to go see one of their doctors, and they can determine if you can play or not play. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, but like I said, I don't I don't know that deep into it, but that's the basis of it. Go ahead, remember, sir. Remember, Kawhi Leonard, remember? They kept, yeah. That's why he is not a San Antonio Spurs. He kept telling them, yo, I'm still hurt. They kept forcing him out there. Nothing wrong with you. I'm still hurt. Then he went to another independent after he got hurt again, and they was like, yo, you're still hurt. He's like, I know. I've been and trying now, to tell y'all. <laughs> to and tell he forced y'all. his way out of there. Yeah. So all these sports teams, we're just labor. I can, I can, we can break it down to even our regular everyday jobs. We're mm-hmm. just labor. Yeah. So they feel like what we do, they can get anybody to do it, and they don't respect your profession and who you are. And what I hate about that is, like, the road that they took, some some of them, the road that they took to get to where they are, some of them was just handed it. So, you know, right. you can't, you almost can't even blame them. But the people that actually work side by side with you and make yes. it to, we just going to say one level above you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just one level above you, and they forget, right. like, yeah, it used to be sitting right next to me doing the same thing yeah. I do. And so, that's the funny part. But like, like the commentators that get on TV and say, that guy's a bum. Like, dude, you are Richard Jefferson. What are you talking about? <laughs> Stop it, sir. He said, you wrote the coattails of a lot of players to get to where you at. Anyway. <laughs> like watching Jay Will talk about the fundamentals of basketball. Get out of here, Jay Will. Oh, you know what was great this weekend, too? Hmm. I put money on North Carolina to beat Duke. But... Yes. You know what the downfall to that is? What? It was on the same ticket with the Lakers. Oh. And the- <laughs> I mean, I was trying to clean up. So Dude, I, put- I had some pretty good parlays. I just didn't put enough money on them because I had an eight tier that ran uh-huh. through. I had a, um, a seven tier. I've had some pretty good parlays this weekend. That's um, pretty much putting the, um, a whole bunch of um, favorites and then putting one um, under. Yeah. And it's, it's a nice little... It's, it's nerve-wracking because you got so many tiers to get through, but Trust me, I know. I yeah. know. I had three, you know, 
I lost some I lost some barn burners. But look, let's take this last little break. I know we hitting close to nine o'clock, so let's take the last break and then oh, uh, right on time, my boy. I think it's what eight fifty nine. Oh yeah, you right on time, my boy. Just switched over, so yeah. Uh, check out these new commercials we got coming up. I think it's your boy, <laughs> RG. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. I was trying to drink my water. <laughs> <laughs> Are we taking a break? Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Hey, everybody. Join RG and his family. <laughs> and <they> play uh, <laughs> new games every week. Yes. <laughs> That don't get you amped up to grab a controller and your family and play some <laughs> games. I don't know what we're doing. I know it's just every time I watch that, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. Whose website is that? <laughs> They're starting to pay for that bullshit. Thank you. Oh, see, we gonna have to bring Kiki on the on the air on the air. Yeah, just to talk about literally and figuratively. She's right. Yeah, I mean, I think they don't respect labor now. They don't. They don't respect professions. They feel like we all are a dime a dozen, whether you are a pro sport athlete or nothing. So they feel like you're replaceable until the product gets to the point where it can't be fixed. Yeah, and, and you know what's cool about that? I'm so glad that we switched it over to employees and employees, not just on the sports level, because that's what we do at Simply Sports. Yeah, we anyway. switch it up. <laughs> we switch it up. Yeah, man, we try to bring real life to to the to the sports thing, um, you know, just to show you like how this thing affects everybody. But because mm-hmm. it's the same way of thinking from that level all the way into what it is that we do in our own personal, you know, what I'm saying, uh, careers or or jobs, you know. So. Now, okay, so and now let's take it. I'm gonna just say it because I'm part of the labor force. I'm gonna take it for the owner side, right? Okay. The sole purpose of a person who owns a sports team is to make as much money as possible. Exactly. So you can't give the farm away for, for everybody, right? There's going to always be winners and always be losers. Exactly. And we have to acknowledge that. You know, so I don't just say this because I'm not an owner of some big co- corporation. Right. But however, it's the way it's done. It's the impersonal nature on how it's done. Where yeah. you take a human and you give them a, a total value. And sometimes you can't quantify what people mean to certain communities. Like, I'll give you a prime example. When Boogie Cousins got traded from Sacramento. Okay. Yeah, he may have been in decline, but he was a pillar of that community. Okay. And people will still watch him play no matter what condition he was in. So he was still valuable enough for people to come watch him play basketball. And when you took him out of that community, you didn't just take like a player off your team. You took a pillar from everything. And it is taking them all the way up to now to actually, they're actually, you know, they're not quite a good, they're not a, 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 they're a good team now. 
Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're becoming a good team. They're not there yet, but they're becoming a good team. So, like, the fan base is actually starting to get the fruits of that trade. But look how long it took. Right, right. And, and so, I'm, I'm, I'm right on par. I'm always a um, – I'm always fighting for like I think incentive-based jobs and things of that nature. Like I, I I'm not saying I, I'm what I'm trying to say is like continue to pay to play, continue to play, pay the employees well. But on top of that, if you want better production, I think the incentives have to be you know what I'm saying like a, a, a bigger carrot. You know what I'm right. saying? Like I really think like I look at um. And this is another conversation I had with B earlier. Uh, we were talking about Shout one. To Brandon, by the way. Shout yeah, to man, Brandon. I got I got to get Brandon on the show. I, I reached out to him today, and uh, you know, I know he'd be into chilling and, and stuff like that. But he's gonna come on here one of these times, right? Right. Because um, you know, what I'm saying we bounce so much information off of each other, and it's. Um, but we were talking about different companies and what they do. There's a company that uh, basically wrote a. It's like they wrote a blank check for everybody to take a vacation instead of bonuses i guess they were able to take a vacation on the company that's dope. wherever you want to go and that company was making like uh i think it was four billion dollars is what it was worth mm-hmm. so then you look at companies that's like like we looked at uh rocket i probably shouldn't have said that but we looked at another company that was making a lot of money or whatever and uh they don't know what you know what rocket we're talking about we could be talking about rocket raccoon we don't know they don't pay us that's a good point but anyway, like the, like you know what I'm saying, companies that's making money like buku bucks like that, it seemed like they can do more for the for their uh employees to keep. So I think the turnover rate would be so much smaller. On top of that, it would give you know the employees uh like I said, just something to shoot for. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not just because if we're talking about like if 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 my job is quota based and all they tell me is like you need to be at 30 numbers, you know, you need to manufacture 30 parts or whatever, right? And I get nothing for it. Why not? I'll just spend my day doing 22. You know what I'm right. saying? Or right in the middle of what everybody else is doing. I'm not gonna be at the bottom and I'm not gonna, gonna I'm not right. gonna be at the top. I'm gonna be right there in the middle every day because I'm not getting nothing for it. But if somebody comes in works hard, motivates other people to work, they should be rewarded, not just by the check. Go ahead, though. But think about it. But they don't think of humans as labor. Remember, there's a such thing as scientific management where they did field studies to make sure they figure out how to get the most out of you. Right. And make you feel like you're a part of something. Like, making a latte for somebody is just going to make fulfill your life's destiny. (laughs) So, when you got people who think that way, it's very hard to convince them to think otherwise. This is very true. This is very true. And, and I think that's a, I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like we're in different times and, you know, people are not just happy to have a job. It's, it's more so like they want to feel a part of something and feel appreciated. And like you said, there is scientific, like we're, we're lab rats, basically, if you are an employee, right. you know what I'm saying? So at this point, it just seems like there, there could be a better way. There, there could be a happy medium. Like I, I want to wake up and be, you know, like fulfilled to go to my if if it's a job i'm not even saying a career if it's my job i want to feel you know what i'm saying fulfilled in doing that and you know like i'm really making a difference without being manipulated what we do we call it simply sports <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's funny about that it's so true man like this is um and i was gonna you know like a little pep talk before the show i was gonna say like man it's funny 
this is more than a hobby. Yes. Indeed. But I, in, in certain ways, and I'm just talking about me. I ain't talking about nobody else. In certain ways, I treat it as a hobby. And I said, and, and when I, when I thought about that, I said it earlier today. I said, dang, this is my hobby. I love doing it, but I treat it as a hobby. I need to treat it more as a life goal, like something that I want to, I want to get so much out of it. And in order to do that, I need to put forth more, um, more than what I'm putting in. And not saying right. that I, I lack on that. It's just right, for right. my own, you know what I'm saying? Fulfillment, I guess. Well, I know I can change the more. way you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's more than just, I just like writing, doing poetry and things of that nature. Right. But you know, um, and, and, and that's crazy. But to go back to like the, the workforce, it's like I don't feel no kind of way about going away. I don't think anybody feels uh, great about their job. I'm just talking about jobs. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because of how, well, I'm going to say my circle. A lot of people that I know are not, you know, totally in line with their ownership. Like they, they, they probably like the way the company is going or whatnot, but it's not, you know, doing enough for them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody feels like ownership can 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 improve in some way. It it seems like there needs to be a um <laughs> what do you call that when when you have a uh I keep wanting to say it's not sermon, it's a uh come to Jesus meeting. Pretty much. <laughs> you said a company <laughs> Jesus meeting. <laughs> yes, you can't just be one, you gotta company Jesus meeting. Oh like everybody in this room come to Jesus. Come on, yes. What's up? yes, like like there needs to be one of those. Um, mainly just for the owners and people in high positions, just to just to like erase the way of because when you when you say labor, I automatically think of I don't think of like slavery and nothing like that. I think more of long <laughs> like I think of cattle. That's what yeah. I think of. I think of cattle. Like, duh, we just here, you know sheep. what I'm saying? We're, we're, we 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 eating grass just to be killed. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> a bunch That's of sheep. Yeah, exactly. Man, they about to shave all your all your skin off and sell it to somebody else. This is what you're that's what you wake up and go to you work. We're a bunch everything. of walking Sherlin coats. <laughs> yeah, no, we are. So I, and and that's what I that's what I come down with, man. Like anytime I hear labor force or labor, I just think of like I don't know why I go there. Like there's no rhyme or reason. It's just like cattle. <laughs> just think we're like cattle. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna flip this question to you. All right, All right you are the owner, right? Mm-hmm. All right. I used to be at my prime a forty point a day guy. Okay. I didn't fell off. Mm-hmm. I had a few injuries. I'm mm-hmm. scoring twelve points a game. However, I'm still asking for a max deal. Oh God! <laughs> well, but remember, you used to be a player, so you I understand know. where he's coming from. <clears throat> Let's say you you gonna get this guy a max deal? I can't give him. You're the owner now. I can't give him. Uh, go ahead. Remember, he's a fan favorite. And yes. He's gonna put butts and seats. However, you know realistically that market wise, he's not worth it. Yeah, I can't give him a max deal. However. I want to keep him tied to this organization. So I want to, I want to offer him more than that, than, than what, you know what I'm saying? As far as his money, as far as his playing time and things of that nature, I, honestly, if he's that much of a fan favorite, he should be tied to this organization period. Like, like kind of how Dirk is with Dallas. Right. However, okay. They did the same thing with D way. They like, yeah, we love you. You can walk. <laughs> and, and, and look, and then they brought him back. And guess what? Why D Wade don't have no part of Miami? He's all, he's in Utah. He's right. part owner in Utah. 
Because remember, they weren't going to bring him to the table. He was just labor. Even though he yeah. meant a lot and put butts in seats, he was still labor at the end of the day. But you know what? Our organization, the Pistons are kind of different. Mm-hmm. Would you say? Uh, and, uh, and- well, that guy, he he's actually more of a people person. Our, the new owner of the Pistons, he's more of a people person. And I think the Davidson family, before old man Davidson passed away. Were they definitely like- were. Yeah, they definitely were. Um, so my my the conundrum in that is I would definitely try to keep that player around. I want him to help mentor the uh, the younger kids and things of that nature. But um, if, if we can't come to an agreement, I gotta let him go. I mean, but see, that's what they say. Yeah, and we I, look at them like you evil bastards. Yeah, but you know what's funny though about that though? It's like it seems so easy. Like I feel like. Now I've been in a in a manager position before, right? And yes. I, I felt like the best way to manage is to have open communication, right? You know what I'm Sorry, saying? I feel like- clean out your locker. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to tell you that myself. That is all. <laughs> Be gone. security. <laughs> no, I mean like keeping because so many companies keep you in the dark. It's it's on a need to know basis. And it's funny, I just right. had this conversation with my pop. It's on a need-to-know basis, right? And I feel like that's not good enough. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, now, you don't want to cause panic and hysteria and all that kind of crap. So some things, it's best to, you know, iron out the details before you take it down to the to the right. labor, right? But <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> that is all. <laughs> what did he just say? Like, I think we just got fired. Right. But, you know what I'm saying? I, right. I, said, I said all that to say, like, I felt comfortable in knowing, like, you know, being in that position that I was able to uh, impact people. Like, people look forward to, you know what I'm saying, working with me instead of working for me. And, and, and you know, I think that's the – when it, when it, when a, I'll say when a team is willing to work with you, it's a true team. You know what I'm saying? It's a true thing, and, and, and people aren't so quick to jump ship or, you know, snake each other. You know what I'm saying? Like – when you have quota, and I'm sure you saw that um, documentary uh, about Merle Lynch. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And that was one of the main things. that That's why I have a problem with quotas, because people cheat the system to get their numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, in, in, a, in a place of employment that me and you had, it was like people would take the easier roads from other people instead of just doing their job and just getting the numbers that they're supposed to get. Right. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was, you know, what I'm saying? that doesn't it up to other people. Yeah. So I felt like that wasn't fair, and that's gonna that's gonna hurt morale, and if anything, because everybody is it's a dog eat a dog dog eat dog world. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And the crazy thing about that is that you don't win unless you have a team, and that's 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 my whole thing. Or you try to hire your family and keep people from getting promoted, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> And we see how that worked out. Yeah, I see how that worked out, right? So yes. Um, shout out. And <laughs> hey, you know we need a we need a uh, <laughs> we need something like that, man. So that's pretty much all I got on the topic. If anybody want to um, add to it, or or if there's something else you want to say on this one, uh, RG. No, it's it's no easy win. If you really yeah. care about the people, it's not easy being the leader. That's um, right. You're always I, gonna I have to make some decisions that are unfamous for yes. the betterment of the squad. Yes. So I don't sit up here and act like it's easy when you care about people. Right. Like you want people where you just think about the bottom line and it's effed up. 
<laughs> that's exactly what it is because that's all you see is just the numbers, the the money, the revenue. Right. Uh, I was gonna take this moment and see if you had anything going on that you uh you know <laughs> that grind that's grinding your gears. You know, oh, oh my beer moments, anything like that going I on. I kind of mentioned it early. I get tired of a lot of these athletes. Okay. That have so are so critical of the great players, but they never did anything in their own career. That bothers me so much. You know, Richard Jefferson is 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 a is a character. Um, he's hit or miss for me. Yes. He's hit or miss. He he's hit or miss. Some people don't like him at all as a as a commentator. Um, like I said, he's hit or miss. He, I like when he's doing uh, interviews, say with Gilbert Arenas. Yes, because I felt like them two have a. Like they have stories from college all the way up to you know the pros kind of thing, but um, certain you know certain certain characteristics, certain people, certain characters, you know what I'm saying, take a little time to to get their niche in in the commentating game, and even if that means on stepping on other people's toes to get there, they'll learn that you know they'll learn that that's not the way. But okay, go ahead. So think about it, uh-huh. and no, not to Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins can't tell me how to be a great player. He can tell me how to be a high-quality player because he was a decent player in his time. Okay. But he can't tell me what KD needs to do to be a better basketball player. Because if you knew all that, you would have did it. And we'd be holding you in high regard and you'd be in the Hall of Fame. And see, that's how I feel about And that's kind of what aggravates me. When you got guys who didn't do it, and they're the main ones being critical of the dudes that are still kind of doing it. I look at players that actually did it. Yeah, like I'll use Kendrick Perkins as as, as a um, he was around he was around good players, great players and such, right? Right, right. So I, I look at that, I look at that a little bit different. I'm with you, but I look at that a little bit different on the strength of the people that never played in the NBA. Ooh, that oh yeah, you, and, and that grinds yeah. my gears a lot. Like you don't get to call these players and we talked about this bums trash bus you know what i'm saying if you never even you never even made a draft yeah if you can't even get out of community college and even play a high level of college ball how you going to call somebody trash that oh now 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 in the in the sake of arguing with you know my peers or whatever sometimes the word trash slips out but i, I oh, yeah. definitely but I would never like come on here and say, you know, as much as I'm not a fan of Scottie Pippen, I would never. Well, Scottie Pippen is not trash, you know. That's no, he's not. He, he got questionable behavior, but he's not trash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and right. I'm not. A, I'm not a huge fan, but at the same time, it's just, you know, like the respect I have for him because number one, he made it to the league. Number two, he was a high, you know, what I'm saying, uh, high. You know, player like he was a really good player, really, really, really good player on the on the brink of being great. Like I feel like he opened the door for players like Grant Hill, LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel yeah, like he changed he, the style up a lot. Yeah, because he was the first point forward that I ever knew. And yeah. then on top of that, you know, like he's a top fifty player. Um, I can't be mad at that. But then I look at people that that criticize. Like I used Skip Bayless, right? <laughs> I and, and I say skip because I think it's so unfair how you know about calling these players out their names like little guy who couldn't even make his own high school team. Yeah, man. got the audacity to talk about someone who's playing at a high level. 
and and it just it it it, it does bother me. And yes, he has like a number one show and things of that nature because people do want to see what he has to say. And he says some profound things, but at the same time, I just feel like it's so unprofessional and so unfair for you yeah. to be able to criticize a player in a manner in which it's disrespectful. Facts. You know. So I, I that's my two cents on, on, on that crap. <laughs> yeah, so but, that, that grinds my gears a lot because I feel like it's super it's 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 just it's just out of control. My thing it is, is it's okay to criticize someone, but you can't be a guy who's never done it before talking to someone. That's like mm-hmm. me getting mad at the brain surgeon because I don't like the stitch he put in my forehead. Like, dude, I can't even tell you how to do brain surgery. What are you talking right, about? You know what right, right, right. And he could have his hand could have slipped and it would have been worse. Right, like you why know, I laugh, you know, what are taste buds, you know, laugh my whole life up. What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> Tasting with your sight, you don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, so it, I that's a good one, man. That definitely that grinds my gears. I think that grinds a lot of people's gears, but at the same time, um, in the midst of all that negative stuff that, that they do say, there's some, you know, genius in the things that they are able to observe and write. You know what I'm saying? So, right, right. you know, I can't I can't get up here and be, you know, I'm not Skip Bayless yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be Skip Bayless. No, no, I'm just saying I'm using, like, yeah. his platform, basically. We, we, we're not at that level just yet. We're on oh, our yeah, way, yeah. though. We're on our way. Yeah. But, you know. So I, I would never tell him that I would never call him trash or anything like that. No, or, no, you know, no, no. That makes I it just, just as disingenuous as the people we just got done. Exactly. And that's and that's all I'm saying. Like, he he's playing his game at a high level. So who am I to judge that? Or, or to, like, it's one thing to judge it, but for me to, like, really criticize him on what he's doing outside of, Talking about the players and, and being saying stuff that you wouldn't say to this player's face is what I can't stand. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Like I, I wouldn't. Nah, I can't do it. I can't uh, do it. <laughs> you know, my thing is like if you know it might get you the hands. Why are you saying that? Good point. Or you That's could, a good point. Or you could be like my man. He was talking crazy to um to um. The Slim Reaper until the Slim Reaper started texting some crazy stuff to him, and then he went and told what's his name. Um, oh, you talking about Durant and uh, yeah, Durant that guy. And, who was it? Was it Steven? No, it wasn't Steven. It was the um the one I was always talking crazy about Trump, and he ended up being just as much of a troll. Um, it hit me. It hit me right after the show. I already yeah. know. Well, the right thing guy, yeah. yeah. Oh, anyway. Spike, Spike, Spike. No, one Spike. It was a, the one of the white guys. Uh, what's his name? Um, Rappaport. Oh, oh, Michael Rappaport. Yes. Yeah, Rappaport. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's funny? I don't even. I don't put him. If you would have said higher learning, I would have got. I would have. Yes. Because I, I'd be forgetting <laughs> that he was in. Uh, do the right thing. Yeah, that's my OLD kicking in. Yeah, know. right. <laughs> no, <laughs> mine too. Because we both were sitting here like, uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, I mean, we could just go ahead and get into these micisms. You got yeah, a couple? Ready. Yeah, I got a couple for today. Oh man, let's go ahead and get into it then. We got that graphic. Greetings, friends and family and all people above. This is RG, and you are currently tuned into Mike-isms. I have two today. Um, 
just like last week, we're still reading from the book of Outcasts. This time we're reading from chapter Southern Playlistic Cadillac Funky Music. And we're going to look at verse 972, which is get up, get out, and get something. Here is the reading. Die with memories, not dreams. Die with memories, not dreams. And with that being said, it's safe to say that we're never going to remember the Lions ever winning the Super Bowl. You're welcome. But I got one more. Got one more. <clears throat> never regret anything that made you smile. I'll say it one more time. Never regret anything that made you smile. Unless you're in front of a jury of your peers. That was a good one. That was a good one. We, we're we're going to have to talk about that one after after this. Definitely going to have to talk about that one. Um, Welcome, y'all, to uh, another episode of Mike Isms. Um, that was RG with his two. Definitely um, giving great knowledge and uh, perspective. So y'all know the saying, we taking this thing to infinity and behind. We say behind so we can actually know how far we've come, right? So with that being said, here's your Mike Ism for today. It's actually pretty, pretty, I think it's pretty deep. When you let go of what you are, you will become what you might be. I'll say it one more time. When you let go of what you are, you will become what you might be. You're welcome. So the Lions let go of winning to become losers? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. You put a <laughs> negative spin on something that was beautiful. Kobe or LeBron. Oh, that's the next topic? That's going to be pretty good, man. And I'm that's not even going one. Kobe versus LeBron or anything like that. I know exactly how I'm going to take this conversation. Yeah, buddy. I'm looking for it. You ain't that have to go to life. That was a good one. That's and I wasn't. She, say? she said, You ain't have to do the Lions like that. They not do the lines like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know what? It's 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 funny, man. Like when I read that, and and that quote is by um, oh, who was it by? Ooh, that, follow simply sports, and I will put the quote. <laughs> <laughs> the person that wrote that is uh, man. Wait, did that write it down? No, he's not even drinking, folks. I think his memory's better when he's drinking. It is better when I'm drinking. That's the sad part. Oh. That oh, is well. crazy. I don't want that to come up. So anyway, yeah, man, I, I just felt it was necessary, man. I really love that quote. Um, when you let go of what you are, so who you are right now, you pretty much get a chance to be who you're meant to be. Right. You know, I think that's dope. No, you that's know. a great quote, sir. You know, I'm a jerk. I would just say something reckless. Because that's what I do. But it's, yes, that is a very good quote. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Sue. No, it ain't him. Okay, anyway. We'll get into that later. It, it, it'll come back to me right after the show, as always. Of course. Oh, uh, man. So, look, next week's topic, we talking Kobe or LeBron. What team are y'all on? You going with Kobe? You going with LeBron? Hey, um, you, can't tough, lose, man. you can't lose either way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a huge fan of both guys. Actually, I'm, I'm more of a Kobe fan than LeBron. But uh, I'll give you my reasons on why. And I'm sure RG have put a special spin on it to – <laughs> where I'm gonna be like, wait a minute! I didn't know we was gonna talk about it in that shape, form, or fashion. But uh, definitely tune in next week because it's gonna uh, be amazing. 
<laughs> so I'm just gonna say social impact. Social impact. Like, yeah. That's 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 amazing. That's what I'm saying. One guy specializes in it. One guy, not so much. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, that's that's gonna be crazy, man. Um. So you ready to wrap this up, boy? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. I'll I'll go ahead and go first, and then uh. Yeah. <laughs> what's up everybody thanks again so much for pause. he was like yeah are we right it was. <laughs> that's funny i still had a couple more things to say but i forgot now but it's all good i want to thank y'all so much for tuning in with us we always have an amazing time with you guys thank y'all for tuning in thank y'all for like uh commenting thank y'all for joking cracking jokes with us and all that nature um I want to make sure that you continue to follow us, continue to support. Uh, we appreciate it all. You can catch me on Instagram. I am one Mike. It's uh, I am underscore one Mike. Um, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Melanin People. Make sure y'all got to check that out, man. Melanin People is, is up and rising. It's cool. It's, it's like a format that's, that's straight up made for us. Um, it'll be so great to see more of you guys on there because – you know, right now I only got four followers and four friends, so you know, help a brother <laughs> out. Um, <laughs> look, on Sundays I do a show with my daughter called Aya and Me. Um, it's every Sunday on Facebook Live at 5 p.m. As she would say, 5 p.m. straight, no chaser. Right. It's right at 5 p.m. That's and right. we usually done by like 5:30. Um, it's just a show that I really um, I enjoy doing because it's an opportunity to talk with my eight-year-old and things that she's going through in her life and social events that's going on in the world. I get to kind of pick her brain and see how, how it affects her um, her mind and how she sees it. So I really enjoy doing it. It's a cute show. We definitely have fun. We, we got games. We have interaction with our audience and things of that nature. So check us out, man, every Sunday, 5 p.m., uh, Facebook Live. Um, other than that, man, thank you all again. I'll see y'all next week. RG come, coming up, and he's going to tell y'all what we got in store on top of what he got going on. So I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic to the left. Wow. Good send-off. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is RG. Um, I'm the leader of a group called 40SL Gaming. Pretty much me and my kids, we play video games, and we show it on YouTube and social media. We're just trying to bring the joy of video games to everyone. Um, you can you too can be a part of 40 and still gaming. You only have to play video games, just be a decent person, have a decent attitude, and you're already a part of 40 and still gaming because we're just trying to share life and what our what our joys and our pleasures. And our pleasures just have to be video games and stuff like that. Yes. So everyone's a part of 40 and still gaming. Um, and on the 40 and still gaming tip, we are going to continue to do cl- gaming clips. Um, John has my coach, um, young John has made me take up overwatch so now he has me playing overwatch every single day Love he it. is like the um one of those demanding coaches that demands i play it all the time and <laughs> he is not taking no for answer so you'll so, see new overwatch clips coming out this week i'm still playing call of duty as you can tell yes. i'm really enjoying it so yeah between overwatch clips um we've been kind of kicking around the idea to do a new a bigger video but lately um Timing has made it where I can't really produce large videos, but we'll still have presence on the internet. Oh, definitely. Most definitely. Yep. Um, if you want to talk to me as far as anything related to this show or anything, you can always catch me on Instagram under our games. I, I mm-hmm. shoot me an inbox. We can kick it. 
or you can also go to the Simply Sports um, Instagram page and um, catch us there. Yep. Um, as far as my outside endeavors of 40 and still gaming, also I'm a co-host on a show called Moon Man Moves Monday. Me and my brother EZL Moon, we do a weekly podcast where we talk about life, mental health, and all those good things. Shout out um, to EZL. Shout out to the homie EZL. Um, we gotta have to get him back on here. We need our um our non non sports um reporter to uh, make a presence before the end of the season. We gotta yeah, get him back man. on. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta get him back. So, Mister EZL, if you out there, homie, we 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 gonna you gotta come on through. Yeah, man. Please. Ring the doorbell. Actually, you got a key. You know how to use yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Come through. <laughs> so yeah, we're doing Moon Man Moves. Um, every every it comes out every Monday. Okay. Um, I think episode forty two is called Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Because um, the crazy thing about that show is we pretty much make the title off based on the crazy stuff we talk about. So we don't know the title until actually we have the show, and then we pick something crazy, and that becomes the title of the show. I mean, I gotta check that one out. <laughs> yeah, That's you can crazy. get on anywhere podcasts are just like the Simply Sports. Okay, or the he said what network we're on pretty much everywhere you can get a podcast. Let's so go. if you make sure you're following all of us, yes. All right, so let's do some um family housekeeping. Um, like we said earlier, please like, share, and subscribe to the he said what, what? network. It's cooler when Bree does it, but you know, we're gonna fill in for it. Please like. Please like, share, and subscribe to the He Said What Network. We have plenty of shows, plenty of variety for you guys to come kick with us. Uh, We cover everything from sports to relationships to spiritual teaching. We got everything you need as far as entertainment. And it's all free. And we might be able to hypnotize you. Yep, yep. Bree, 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 can't you see? Sometimes words hypnotize me. (laughs) (laughs) Can help Hey! Hey! Did she snap out of it? What we gotta do? Snap. Yeah. We're gonna have her like Hillary. Remember when Hillary was at the table? Yes. <laughs> She's like, Will is the greatest. And then, you know, she would bark like a dog every time. <laughs> anyway. That is funny. That's funny. <laughs> got cut off. Yeah, I did. That's so good. All right, let's go down our show lineup. Um, all shows can be found. All our shows can also be found on YouTube. We also now have a Roku channel. So, and they're uploaded daily. So go to the search engine, type in he said what network, you'll be able to find our show. So you can watch the live shows or you can watch us in podcasts. So we're everywhere you need to be, audio and video. So if you can't catch us live, it's all good. You can still watch the show and you can still be a part of the community. Thank you. And you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. All right. <laughs> and let's talk about the show lineup. Um, show's lineup is Sunday. We always start out with our sister P from P's Intuition. Every Sunday morning, she gives you spiritual advice. Um, you can inbox her for your free five for no, excuse me, for your five your five-minute reading. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are lucky, she might even bring you on the show for a live reading. But don't take up all your time because a lot of people want to get in. So she might give you one little good snippet. Yeah, don't cut you off because yeah, yeah. we got a lot of people that want to hear her. So, but you want if you need more spiritual guidance, definitely hit her on the inbox. She can give you a private reading and um hook you up. Yep. All right, then Monday we have simply sports with my brother one Mike, and of course I'm RG. We are bringing you 10% sports and 90% life. So if you ever had a favorite jump rope, um, if you ever had a favorite pair of gym shoes, you are the perfect person we're looking for because we're not sports experts. We're just fans with opinions. Yes. And 
All right, so let's get into the serious stuff. Tuesday, our fearless leader, Simply Bree, comes through with her signature show called He Said What? She is bridging the gap in communication between men and women. She actually brings on a male guest, and they give you their male perspective to women who need to understand things. This year, we're tapping into the black community. We're actually trying to bridge the gap in areas like crime, relationships, and stuff. So we're really getting deep into the mud this year and trying to figure out things to make the world a better place for not only ourselves, but for the community around. Then we flip it on Wednesday with our brother, the Cocoa Puff Master himself, <laughs> Alan Newman Jr. You got to say it like, you know, stripper voice. Yeah. Anyway, um, Alan Newman Jr. is bringing the same flavor that Bree is, Bree is bringing from a female perspective where he has a female host, a guest on the show, and they bring information that men need to know. I believe this week is one of our other partners in crime, Reed. I believe Rhea is a guest on his show this Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. Rhea is one of our behind-the-scenes confidants that we love and respect, and she's going to come and bless us with um, her, her words of wisdom. Yep. So we do appreciate you for coming on the show, homie. Like, we love you dearly. So can't wait to see you Wednesday. All right, then um, we roll back the clock, and we go to Thursday for Bree and that B. Um, our fearless leader, Bree, is back on the scene with her sister, Betty, her and our sister, Betty. And they're like a recap show. They bring a lot of the topics that we bring from he said what and she said what. and But they expand and make it an open forum where everyone talks about it, stuff like that. Um, it's real fun. It's good interaction. And it's like most of our shows live. So hop in the chat. If you're lucky, they might put you in a hot seat and actually put you on camera so you can um, chop it up with them live. That's cool. And... Um, one show that's not mentioned, but you need to check in. Our sister Bree never takes a rest. She also has a uh, dating Atlanta, where she's doing field research and hypnotizing people with her melodious voice and telling you how the dating scene is in Atlanta. She's gonna bring you new spots and all type of insights that you need to know to have a successful dating life in Georgia. <laughs> yep. And if she doesn't fire me, I'll see you guys next week. I think that's about it. <laughs> yeah, bro, you gonna have you got some explaining to do with this hypnotizing thing. Yes, you shouldn't have. <laughs> shouldn't have told us about that one. That's but anyway, great. man, but I had so much fun, man. I can't wait till next week to catch it and do this thing all over again. Make sure y'all tune into all those shows that RG gave gave y'all to tune into. That's y'all homework assignment, man. Let's support. Let's 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 show up on all of them. And we'll holler at y'all next week. Peace. Peace.